I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. As we just heard from the professionals at UC, the fact that DeMar is back here in Buffalo, your reaction to that, whatever interaction maybe you've had with him, where does all that stand right now? Yeah, I'm super excited that he's back in Buffalo and uh, what a job the, the team of docs uh, and the medical team did out in Cincinnati. And, uh, and now he's in, in great care here in Buffalo. We're happy to have him back. And, and uh, you know, I did have a chance uh, uh, to see him a few minutes ago. Brandon and I, along with Nate Bresky and Tabani Richards, were down there and he's doing well and a little bit tired, but uh, it was good to, good to see him in person for the first time in, in a while here. I was going to say, we heard the doctors describe a little bit that he's up moving around, uh, that he was shouting during the game and setting off alarms at the opening kickoff. <laughs> can, can you describe what you saw from him today? Yeah, I'll just keep it pretty general, Adam, just uh, out of respect for DeMar. Um, he's just very, he's just tired, and, and, uh, but he seems happy and, and, and happy to be back in Buffalo and uh, around some familiar um, you know, a familiar area to him. And, and so we're just taking it. And I know he's taking it just one, one step at a time. And what's been, you know, a roller coaster of an emotional week, how I guess uplifting is it, um, you know, to, for this news to happen, Zach Taylor was just amazed, you know, by hearing this news. I mean, just how could you have, could you have fathomed how remarkable this recovery has been? Oh, I mean, it's, again, uh, what a blessing, just incredible progress that he's made and, and uh, incredible care that he's, that he's been uh, under, uh, like I said, both in Cincinnati and now here. So we're just very, very thankful for that, the team of um, the medical team that he's had around him. And, uh, you know, again, singling out to Bonnie. To Bonnie's been with him the whole time. And so just thankful that DeMar is back and resting in, uh, in Buffalo here. And just lastly, just knowing that he's back and knowing that he's in, at least in town and he's gotten this far, and after what's what's been really an emotionally draining week, does this maybe provide the team and yourself a chance to find a certain level, especially knowing that you're focused, you, you need to focus on the playoffs? Uh, does it offer a certain level? I'm not sure. You know, reach, reach a level of, I guess, you know, uh, a, a good level of, 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 of a base where, where of, of an emotional base that the worries that you've had over the past, over those recent days can be displaced by relief and, 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 and joy. Yeah. I mean, um, again, just 
uh, we'll, we'll, we'll follow the doctor's cadence on all of that. Um, uh, but it's clear that he continues to move and take steps in a, in a positive direction here. And, and um, it, it just, you know, even though I'm not physically with him right now, we're not physically with him. Um, you know, when you have, it's like anything else, when you have your family close by, um, it just feels, just feels right. It just feels better. And uh, it's just good knowing um, that he's, that he's nearby. Hey, Sean, we heard Trey after the game. I mean, he was pretty open and honest and like just really emotional about everything that has happened. And, you know, he said like, I just, I can't unsee what I saw on the field. I guess just we've talked about the, the importance of mental health and bringing in extra counselors and things like that. I guess, does that continue? And, and I guess, how do you make sure that, um, you know, guys are, are emotionally and, and mentally in an okay state, even knowing that DeMar is okay, but just continuing forward here. Yeah. I th- and, you know, getting through that game, uh, does not end the support that we'll, we'll have available to our players. Um, um, it's, it's ongoing. So, um, you know, that's, that'll be a, a point of emphasis this week as well. And, um, because again, as we've said from the start, people deal with things in different ways. So we'll we'll support them and continue to do so. And do you does the team or players have any plans to be able to see him in person? I know you said that you you and Brandon were just able to, but how about players or anything like that? Yeah, we'll, we'll we will uh, have a plan in place. We'll work through that uh, at the proper time. So um, Brandon's done a great job, uh, you know, being on the phone with. Uh, people from University of Cincinnati Medical Center and now here, uh, along with Nate and, and the doctors on both ends to make sure that um, this was done the right way and, and that all those things, one of which is what you're talking about, you know, friends being able to go see them are, are done the right way. So that's handled the right way. Now at the task at hand, I know there's another subject that I know you over the years uh, your first player that you chose when you got here was Tredavious White. And yesterday, he seemed to be moving back into form. How important was that uh, for him, but also for you, him being your first draft choice when you arrived? Yeah, um, he did. He had uh, what I would say was his best game this year. And um, he's worked hard, and, and he continues to work hard. It's extremely uh, – he's an extremely conscientious young man, and, and – uh, that's why we picked him. One of the many reasons why we picked him when we did and, and where we did. And, um, you know, the confidence that I and we have in Trey uh, has has never waned at all. I mean, there's a there's a process that you go through when you come back off of an injury like that. And um, he looks to be in uh, really rounding into form as as we get through towards the uh, towards the back half of the season. My last question to you: You oftentimes talk about the difficulty of playing a team twice. Now you're playing the Miami Dolphins three times. Uh, what types of challenges does that offer you this week in a playoff scenario? Yeah, they're a good football team. Um, you know, they, they've beaten us uh, once this season. Uh, and, um, you know, they're very talented and in, in, in the speed that they have uh, on their roster is impressive and good team speed. So, um, you know, we've got a put our minds together this week and come up with a good game plan and and then um, have a good week of practice in terms of our preparation to be ready to go.
Hey, Sean, as you guys begin to prepare for the Dolphins game this weekend, how will you continue to let DeMar and just the togetherness of this team inspire you as you move forward in the playoffs? Yeah, man, I think, you know, more than anything, like I said earlier, like having him near nearby uh, will, will give us more comfort. You know, I know his parents are going to be with him there, and I think that helps as well in knowing that he's uh, well taken care of. He's got a great medical team around him here in Buffalo, and um, he just had a chance to, to meet with some of those, some of their staff and, and uh, very comfortable with uh, the team that's around him. And I just think overall it just continues to put our minds at ease that he's, that he's in good hands and that uh, he's moving in the right direction. And then you got to experience the atmosphere yesterday, of course. What are you hoping the atmosphere is like this Sunday? Yeah, I mean, I know our fans and, and uh, they, they love, uh, you know, playoff football and, and uh, we can't wait to, um, you know, be out in front of them this weekend. And, um, you know, they did such a fantastic job this past weekend in supporting the team and um, the crowd noise. I mean, it's tough to play here. And, and uh, I think anyone that plays here would tell you that. And, and uh, no one loves, no one likes coming to Buffalo, especially this time of year. So uh, I can't wait to, to see uh, our, our fans uh, take full advantage of that this weekend. Hey, Sean, um, I was wondering if you could just tell us a bit more about when you found out that DeMar was going to be able to leave UCMC. Did you realize it was trending that way today? What was that moment like of just finding out he had reached that milestone? You know, Brandon, like I said, has been the main point person on that, at least from my end. And uh, he's, he spent a lot of time uh, yesterday afternoon, evening, and then again this morning, you know, getting that organized and arranged and along with Nate Bresky and Tabani. So, um, you know, just very, very uh, appreciative of his efforts, of Brandon's efforts and, and everyone that's worked on this um, to get it done the right way and, and, uh, and respect DeMar's privacy and, and most importantly care for him. We've heard so much this week about everything that Tabani has done. Um, from that standpoint, I was wondering, when we see him as more in like a work perspective, what can you tell us about Tabani's personality just to, you know, as we're all learning more? Yeah, Tabani's great. He just, he's one of those workers that no job is too small. At the same time, no job is too big. Uh, he's, he's a hard worker. Um, he's a great team player. Uh, and which has obviously been uh, exemplified in, in what he's done the last, I don't think he's even been home yet um, since, since uh, we left for Cincinnati. And that includes today, I think. So just a true servant and, uh, and cares so much for, for the people around him and these players. It's, uh, you know, my head goes off to him. And then one more, this overlaps a bit with what Heather was asking about just kind of that ongoing supporting players, knowing that it's going to be still waves from here. Mitch Morse mentioned last night, how there's kind of, when there is such an emotional high, like yesterday's game, then you have to guard against a letdown. Um, what have you seen, you know, from players today being able to help them through that first wave of, because there's so much good news, we're so glad to be talking about that, but also like knowing there's quiet moments in between that, navigating those ups and downs. Yeah, I mean, listen, we, we have to have our focus where it needs to be. And that's on the that's on a game plan in the Miami Dolphins. Um, you know, DeMar is in good hands and he's, as we know, moving in the right direction. And he's now local to us here, which which helps. So um, I, I think you saw a little bit of that. Uh, that evolution during the game yesterday as well. I mean, the, the first play obviously gets so much uh, publicity, but then you have to play after that. There's 14 minutes of football plus 
uh, in the first, in the, you know, the first uh, uh, quarter there to, to go. So it's, uh, you know, I think our players did a good job of experiencing that yesterday and, and pushing through it and managing the highs and lows of the game and, and then coming out on the other end and, and now getting some rest and a chance to just kind of push back and uh, reset a little bit this week. Speaking of that first play, I don't know if you've heard this yet, but we were just told by doctors that when Naheem ran that first one back, uh, Demar jumped up and down, uh, set up every alarm in the ICU, <laughs> was going crazy. Uh, what's your What's your reaction to that? And hearing, you know, how how excited he got. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. You know, I, I think I'd heard some of that, but not maybe all of it. So I appreciate you sharing that, Elena, and um, that's uh, <laughs> that's great. Uh, it's great to hear and. Um, Super excited for, for him and uh, that he got a chance to watch it for sure. And, and uh, he's such a great person and he's got such a positive spirit. Um, doesn't surprise me. And then I was curious, you talked about how during the game, guys kind of had to settle down and get him in the rhythm of it and all that. When you watched it back or sat back when you got home last night, were there any like takeaways that you were, once you got a little time to think about the game that you were like, wow, I'm proud of this guys because we were able to, we were able to get through it in this way, or maybe anything that stood out for you when you were able to take a step back. Yeah. I just think overall, uh, Elena, that, you know, we talked about it a little bit after the game in the locker room, the, you learn through things uh, when you go through experiences like this. And, and I think more than anything, you know, we, we will all have grown as people and as men in this case, the, the guys that were out there on the field and by going through an experience like this and, um, but just overall, our organization, when you share a situation like this and, and you can come together, you become better because of it. So I think more than anything, it was, I don't know, just a little bit of a sense of accomplishment uh, that we worked through this together and now a chance to, to reset a little bit here. How would you assess uh, yesterday's victory, Coach? Well, again, good to get a win. Um, I thought we did some really good things in all three phases. Um, you know, things that stand out, obviously, are the two kickoff returns on special teams. And uh, offensively, you know, we connected in on some situations down the field. Uh, got the run game going. And um, I just feel like defensively, you know, we were able to get some takeaways and, and um, play some good reds on defense at the same time. So there's some good there. There's always things to work on, though, um, and those stood out. And that's what we—that's where our focus has to be this week and making those necessary adjustments so we can move forward. No, Dark Coach, you mentioned, you know, the, the 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 interceptions by your two linebackers there, you know, the the returns on special teams and, you know, the big plays in the passing game as well as contributions from your run game. What is needed to uh, have that consistency throughout the game? Well, I mean, it's, you know, that's what we work on every week. Uh, the consistency. So it's, you know, I think just overall, you know, continuing to try and improve our quality, our quality of play. And that's, that's where our focus needs to be. And that really starts for us by getting the rest, you know, over the next day here and, and then uh, us putting together a good game plan. And then the guys coming in with the right mental approach um, that we're really on a one game season at a time type of approach here. So, um, you know, that's, You've got it. This is the time of year. You've got to be at your best. One more, if I may, Coach. You've been playing from prime time from Thursday to Tuesday, Thursday back again, Sunday, Saturday, and Monday. How refreshing is it finally to get a one o'clock game on a Sunday? <laughs> How helpful is it? Yeah, we'll play at any time. I know uh, when you play us, you're playing at any time. So, 
Yeah, it's uh, it's you know, two back-to-back Sunday one o'clock games. Um, two back-to-back home games is a is a is a welcome sight. Uh, I can promise you that. But all that being said, we've got to we've got to uh, tune our game up a little bit this week and, and get ourselves ready to go against a good Miami Dolphins football team here. Hey, coach. If I'm not mistaken, the doctors revealed that a few of Demar's teammates met him and either rode with him to the airport or, or something to that effect. Can you speak to that at all? I can't speak to that. You know, to my knowledge, it was his teammates, not player teammates, but, but Tabani was one of them. I can, I can confirm that as a teammate at least. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now moving forward, uh, as you approach the postseason. You may have already answered this partially, but what are some strategies you can fall back on to, to potentially not totally move forward, but but move forward the best you can from from the situation? Is there anything in your past experience that that you could obviously not literally fall back on as this is an unprecedented situation, but but maybe fall back on a little bit? Well, I mean, I, I think you, you come back to the leaders right of our football team, our captains and um, and their experience. Uh, you know, playing in the playoffs, their experience now as leaders going through a situation like we just uh, went through and we continue to uh, progress through that as well. Um, you know, the support that we'll have on the floor here and can, that we've had and we'll continue to have for the players is is a good um, thing to have around. But at the same time, you know, we have to get ourselves ready to go to play playoff football this weekend. Uh, I know, obviously, you just uh, were able to see DeMar yourself you and members of your staff and, and your, your players have been able to talk to him by text and on FaceTime over recent days. But now that he's, as you put it, physically closer and potentially going to be able to have visitors in the days ahead, can you just speak to how you could see him and how he hopes to uh, be a part of the playoff push for your team now that he's physically nearby, how that could you know change the way he can influence uh, the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, having him nearby, you can feel – um, you know, his energy and, and that just feels like he's back where uh, he's back home. And, and I think that's, that's, that's great news. And we're, we're um, encouraged by his progress. And, you know, he still has obviously some things to go through um, with the medical team and the care that he's under. Um, and we have to handle our business here as well. He would want us to do that as he has uh, expressed before. So, um, you know, each, each of us has has a job to do, and uh, we're we talk about accountability a lot around here. We're accountable to one another to to, uh, to get that done. It's incredible to see uh, the the pace of, of his progress, and uh, obviously, he's, it sounds like he is downgraded. And I saw the new hospital that he's at says stable condition. Um, injuries happen in this sport quite often, certainly not on this level every day. But can you speak to take us inside the mind of? you and your staff right now, does this feel like how you treat, uh, you know, keeping an eye on any other player who's injured now, or does this still feel like a very different injury? Well, I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, we understand the, the significance of the injury and, and the situation. And, and um, you know, like we care for all of our players, we're always, uh, you know, thinking of them and praying for them and uh, wanting them to get back to 100% as quickly as possible. So they, it's ongoing care. It doesn't end. Um, and it's ongoing thought and prayer as well. So um, that said, the team has to you know, continue to move uh, in, in a direction towards playing the uh, wild card round this weekend in the playoffs. And, and uh, like I said, that's, 
that's what we're called to do, and that's what we have to execute this week. And then just finally for you, Coach, um, obviously yesterday was an incredibly emotional day and, and a football game as well, so you had to be focused on that on top of everything else. Now that you've had a little, little bit more time away from it, can you just uh, comment, have you seen any particular moment from the other games? Maybe you've been able to, you know, read, watch anything that went on in cities all over the country to pay tribute to DeMar and your team. If, if any moment uh, surprised you or, or stuck out or especially hit home for you? Well, I thought the, the night before the game, the Saturday night game with Tennessee and Jacksonville stood out. Uh, a number of us got a chance to watch the beginning of it uh, pregame where Jacksonville and Tennessee came together in prayer uh, for DeMar. Um, and then just the continued support throughout the day yesterday. And when I got a chance to get home last night and watch the night game and or at least some of it and, and watch the pregame warmups again with the T-shirts being worn and this uh, people in the stands and, and Green Bay and the, their support. Um, it's really incredible to watch uh, how uh, encompassing it's been around the NFL and around the world, really. Uh, a friend of mine sent me a text. Um, there was a castle in Ireland that was lit up blue to, to support DeMar and the Buffalo Bills. So I just think it's been incredible to watch people come together and, and uh, come together for a common goal here. I don't know about you. I'm sure you take the process a little bit differently, but I've already found myself, you know, searching on social media about the quarterback situation that's going on with the Dolphins and trying to find some clarity there. But as a coaching staff, how do you guys kind of navigate all of the unknowns that seem to be with your opponent right now? Yeah, I think we got a pretty good feel, um, you know, for, for where that's going to go. Um, we'll just see how it, how it unfolds, but I think we got a pretty good feel and um, we've got to prepare uh, all the week anyway. So, you know, we, we control what we can control. And uh, obviously they're going to control what they can control down there. So um, that's what we've done all season. And that's what we have to do this week. When you get ready for a playoff game, does anything change? I know I've heard people say like, Oh, in the playoffs, you got to do this different, or you got to do this different. Is there any fundamental change that you think is different about playoff football compared to regular season football? You know, I think it's, it depends on who you ask. Um, and what message they want to send to, to their team, I guess. I think there are, there are some differences um, that are just that happen every year that you have to adjust to. Um, I think the biggest thing is just making sure that our young players who've never played in a playoff game before are ready to go and understand that it, it's going to move faster and be a little bit more physical. Um, and then things get magnified in terms of uh, taking care of the football being won. And, and so preparation helps, and, and uh, preparation is the key as we move forward here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.